Welcome to The Pen and the Yad. Rabbi Michael Siegel from Anshiamet Synagogue talks with Jonathan Eig about Harsha Chukat, cheeseburgers and red heifers. What does faith have to do with it? Why should we involve ourselves with laws that appear to be irrational? Is there meaning beyond that which we can understand? The portion opens with the ritual of the para aduma, a red heifer, who the rabbis understand is being a cow that is red. I can't tell you which hue of red we're talking about. But what I can say is that it could not have more than three white hairs. So it's sort of a phenomena in nature. This cow was integral to the maintenance of the temple, which dealt in the realm of physical purity. This cow would be sacrificed, and its ashes used for purification purposes. And in a world where the world was divided between pure and impure, tame and tahor, the ability to find purification, especially for the priests, was all important. And so this mysterious substance was used for that. But to make things even more strange is that the substance that made people pure made the people who were using it and making it and administering it impure. Hmm. So this is really um, a very strange law. That which makes pure also makes impure. And so the world, it goes beyond logic here. And the Torah is taking us to a place which can best be understood as what some people would call faith and what other people would call blind faith. Yeah, and faith is obviously the the word, a synonym for religion, right? Um, so faith means believing in something, and, and maybe that means that you have to be willing to abide by rules that you don't know what they mean, that you can't make sense of. I mean, we deal with you probably hear this from you know religious school kids all the time that why do we have to do this? Why do we have to keep kosher? Why can't I have a cheeseburger? None of this seems to is, is easy to explain logically. No, and when you have a Big Mac attack, why can't I stop for the burger? Right. That's right. And if you take it a little further, we live in a scientific age where we have been raised to believe that everything has a rational explanation, and if it doesn't have a rational explanation. It sort of harkens us back to a darker, less informed world. So you'll sometimes hear people say, well, the laws of Kashrut were for health reasons. The laws of Kashrut were an opportunity to create cleanliness in a world that really hadn't understood hygiene or germs or things of that nature. Right, because we're trying to justify it. We're trying to find a logical reason why we should go along with a, with a rule that doesn't really make sense to us. Right, but anybody who has anyone who follows a kosher diet would also know that, that it's pretty safe to say that the laws of kashru are not developed for health reasons. Right, that's true. Somehow kishka, you know, cholent, <laughs> and all of these kind of uh, chop liver, all this stuff sort of doesn't fit into um, health concerns of today. And I have, I'd like to believe that God knew something about cholesterol. Maybe so. Um, well, yeah, okay, I'll give you that one. But um, again, you can't go around trying to make sense of these things. Uh, my, my kids argue with me all the time, you know, for Passover. If God wants us to remember that we, had to, that we were slaves in Egypt and we had to leave Egypt with, with no time for the bread to rise, we should eat nothing but leavened bread to celebrate the fact that 
We don't. We're, we're not slaves anymore. We don't have to do that. So the logic is never going to get but you. But that's it's never that, going to get you through. That's an easy question. That's an <laughs> easy question because the whole notion of Pesach is to experience slavery so that you can appreciate freedom. The rest of the year, you can eat any kind of bread you want. But on Pesach, we eat this bread because we have to remember what it was like to be a slave. And yet we're allowed to have the, le- the, the, the fake brownies and the fake chocolate chip cookies. So, you know, that's, that's irrational. That's, that, irrational. that's <laughs> totally irrational, right? The yeah. fact that Jews have to put their genius to work to create foods that don't don't actually belong in nature exactly. but they approximate something that we because want the slaves at. would have wanted it that way exactly for us. right um, because you couldn't have dominoes so you have to have kosher la pesach pizza but right. getting back to the subject i want to suggest something to you that i think is too often overlooked in our rational scientific age and that's the idea that part of religion is giving yourself over to something larger than you and also the willingness to acknowledge that I can't explain everything, that there are certain things beyond my knowledge that belong to the realm of God or mystery. And by me choosing to not eat a cheeseburger, me choosing not to eat shellfish, even though there's no rational reason why I wouldn't eat shellfish except that it doesn't, that, it, that the Torah tells me not to, those kind of fall into this realm of chukim, these kind of mysterious laws, as opposed to mishpatim, laws that make sense, laws like thou shalt not kill, don't steal. Those are rational. We understand that. But these are mysterious laws. And so we give ourselves over to that. And so the question I have for you is, have you ever given yourself over and done something that doesn't make any rational sense, but learn that it might have meaning for you? All the time. Uh, first of all, I'm a writer and nobody reads books uh, anymore. But um, on, on a more direct and uh, topical Wait, question. No, no, no. <laughs> say, I can't just say that and walk away from it. So what did you, what did you mean by that? I mean, what I do, uh, I, I love and I believe that, that it has its rewards, but if you look at society and what's happening in the world, you, you sometimes feel like it's futile, that this is not the most logical way for me to try to express myself, for me to try to communicate something meaningful. I would be much better off making YouTube videos if I were really trying to just have the greatest impact possible. So from that perspective, what we, our passions do not always lead us on a rational path. That's right. But we follow them to find fulfillment. That's right. So can we apply that idea in a religious realm? Absolutely. Um, I think it's it's the key to re- religion because if you're the least bit skeptical, if you're the least bit intelligent, you're going to question whether this is real, whether there is a God. You have to ask that question and you have to decide that you're going to have faith because you believe in something bigger than yourself. And uh, I'm, you know, I, to me, that's everything. That's all. That's a, that's the core of religious faith. To me, is is submitting to something that you can't understand. Right. But from the moment you started saying that, what I was hearing was, well, first I have to decide there is a God. Then I have to decide that there that this God is actually involved in the world. Third, I would have to decide that Judaism has something to tell me meaningful about this God. And then. I will engage with this God. Yeah, and and I'm going to go along with it no matter which way the answers turn out on those questions. Right. So you've already set up three hurdles before we could even get to your involvement. And so what what a, a chok is saying 
and it's such an interesting concept, is that you do in order to understand. Mm-hmm. You give yourself over first to come to be in relationship, right? And I think that, re- that applies to relationships with people as well, that we do things that we might not want to do, but it's for the relationship. That's right. It's important to the other person. I'm giving myself over to you in a way. Mm-hmm. And so here, I'm going to live as if there is a God. I'm going to live as if God actually cares that I don't eat a cheeseburger today. And that's going to enhance my relationship with this God. Because it's a consciousness that we develop from the irrational, where you're watching people eat shellfish and you choose not to have the shellfish, that's reminding yourself that there's a reason and that reason isn't all that clear, but I'm doing it because I'm a Jew and I'm involved in this covenant. That's right. It's a little bit like love. It's committing to something that you can't see, you're not sure is true. There's no reason to logically believe that this person is the only one in the universe that you could possibly be meant to love and marry and stay with forever. You make that con- that choice, and then you submit to it in faith, and you believe in something beyond yourself. You believe in something bigger than you. Well, the concept of love only has meaning if they're, if it's action-based. That's right. How do I act on that love? What boundaries do I set in this relationship in order to enhance that love and to create that space together? And, you're, and, and in a way, it makes perfect rational sense, but it also is irrational That's right. as well. And in, for me, interestingly, part of that process involved becoming kosher because Jennifer was kosher and I wanted to move in with her and marry her and I decided that I should try becoming kosher too just for her so that we could be on the same team, on the same page, and I could understand how she lived and I show that I was committed to living with her. But then it began to take on religious meaning for me in a way that I never expected. I began to think about being Jewish every time I felt hungry. I began to think about being Jewish every time I drove past a McDonald's and decided, no, I got to hold out mm-hmm. for something else. And I began to in, embrace this as a part of my identity and really... In some cases, the only time that that I would think about God and who I was and where I came from and what I believed in. Otherwise, you know, days and weeks might have gone by where I didn't think about being Jewish. So all of the reasons that rabbis have used to try and convince people to keep kosher about cleanliness, about um, kindness to animals, about taking care of the world... If you go to Whole Foods, you can pick out and see, you know, sustainably raised beef and and all the rest. So those arguments go out the window. And in fact, in some areas of kashrut, it's been shown that what we thought the ethical standards were haven't been maintained. Mm -hmm. So those rational reasons for keeping kosher are all sort of to the side. It's the irrational reason of relationship building, in your case, not only with your perspective and now wife, but also in a kind of a mysterious way, building a relationship with a God who you're not sure about. That's right. It's almost as if I'm going to do this as if there is a God who is asking me to do those things. And in there is the beginning of a relationship. That's right. We'll see what happens. And uh, (laughs) it's going pretty well. I'm feeling good about it. And now it's, you know, now you indoctrinate your kids and you ask them to do the same thing, to do something they don't understand or believe in because that's the way it's done. 
And that's the way our family does it. And that's also a message. So we're not simply connecting to God or Torah, but we're also connecting to the Jewish people. That's right. And we are part of something that is unique. At least the way we approach it is unique for Jews. Other people have dietary laws as well, but we have a particularly unique way of of approaching it. So this is a great example of doing in order to understand and being surprised by the things you might learn. Remember, I uh, on a completely tangential note, I interviewed Dizzy Gillespie once, and I was blown away to hear that at age 73, he was still practicing his trumpet every day. And I said, why do you have to practice every day? You know, you're Dizzy Gillespie. And he said, because it's not what you know, it's what you do. <laughs> it's not what you know, but what you do. But a great place to stop. Thanks, Jonathan. You bet. <laughs>